Welcome to News9 Live Podcast Weekend Edition. I'm your host Neha. Today I'll be in conversation with senior writer Sudha Tilak and Shujoy Dhar, group editor India Bloom's News Service. The topic of discussion is the shocking attack on renowned author Salman Rushdie in New York State. Before we proceed, I'll briefly explain the incident to our listeners. Author Salman Rushdie was attacked on stage when he was about to give a lecture at an event in Chautauqua County in New York. He was forced into hiding after the Iranian leadership called for his death for writing the satanic verses. This attack comes 33 years after the fatwa was issued against him. Mr. Rushdie had resumed a normal life. His agent Andrew Willey was quoted by New York Times as saying, "The news is not good. Salman will likely lose one eye." the nerves in his arm were severed and his liver was stabbed and damaged unquote he's on a ventilator new york state police has identified his attacker as 24 year old hadi matar from new jersey let's go across to our guests welcome mr tilak mr dhar so dhar i'll start with you what does the attack on salman rushdie mean for the literary world you know when writers aren't safe what is the value of the freedom of expression um this uh, audacious and cowardly act of violence is a grim warning what writers who speak their mind and speak truth to power face today um rashti's attack has been preceded in india by the heinous assassination of uh, kalvargi i think in 2015 uh, thabolkar pansare and gauri lankesh so we have had uh, uh incidents where we have seen what sort of violence can ensue when uh, writers right uh, what they want to write and speak truth to power when the fatwa was announced against rashri uh, for the satanic verses the then congress government had banned the book in 1988 today uh, not saying the then uh, external affairs minister says that it was for law and order purposes and that seems to ring uh, hollow that political outfits in india have not afforded offered the freedom of expression on many occasions and india has also um, uh, you know band uh, wendy donegars the hindus uh, jasmin singh jinnah and so on and across the world the uh, you know these incidents happen sporadically and with uh, we can say uh, some sort of unnerving frequency uh, as late as 2015 we had uh, russian journalist uh, anna politkovskaya uh, she was a harsh critic of putin and there were several attempts on her life and she was brutally uh, shot dead i think in her elevator uh, outside a flat or something i mean these are such disturbing incidents right shujoy uh, do you think yes. it's it's a triumph of radicalization you know he was attacked for something he wrote 33 years ago uh, look uh, to say that it's a triumph of radicalization is i, I think it's nothing new i mean this it there was the triumph of radicalization was right then in 1988 when all hell broke loose and uh, we we still vividly remember whatever happened in 1988 i was in my 20s i think early 20s and i do remember margaret thatcher appealing to everyone and uh, like uh, she was uh, urging uh, people of a certain religion to kind of uh, uh, telling them like if uh, the religion is far more uh, stronger than whatever he wrote and uh, but then he had to go in hiding for years and the life he lived Uh, we all know and but we definitely didn't expect this to happen now in 2022 but then you, uh, we understand 
that it can happen anytime. And then there are other writers. You know, Tasima Dasbin, she is living in Delhi and uh, she <laughs> constantly faces life threat. So it's nothing new. I mean, uh, this uh, triumph is there from time immemorial, but then uh, it's like, but, but people will still speak out. And, uh, and this is not about uh, telling truth to power. I think this is just uh, uh, expression, uh, freedom of expression. And uh, then the, the certain reaction that follows it. So that do you agree with Sujoy? Yes, but I do think uh, that uh, many of these writers were speaking truth to power. There is uh, no way I would, uh, uh, you know, have a second thought about that. Maybe Tasima Nasrin, as he rightly pointed out, or Rushdie, or Kalbergi, or any of those uh, others. And uh, say somebody even like uh, uh, in the case of say Wendy Doniger. Uh, she was not even. Uh, she was just uh, describing uh, as a historic, uh, you know, as a historian, what could have been the, the state of Hindus uh, of a certain uh, millennia and so on. So uh, even that was uh, considered to be, uh, you know, uh, enough uh, material to ban the book. Uh, so uh, I, I think uh, there is uh, there is a radical uh, element in all societies. However liberal and democratic they could be, that is right. against uh, voices uh, that express themselves. Let me ask you this, Sudha. Do you think incidents like these will force writers to draw a line between, uh, you know, what should be written and what shouldn't? Where does that self-censorship begin and end? Yeah, it would indeed be a sad day when writers begin to self-censor themselves. And across time, we have seen that uh, writers whose works were deemed controversial or radical or extremist, uh, if they were brilliant, have always stood the test of time and turned out to be important, uh, you know, voices uh, at a later time, if not at the time of their uh, publication when, uh, you know, their societies uh, or their countries uh, objected to them. I, I would think it certainly would make publish, publishers think twice, authors also worry. Uh, uh, you know, if, if violence is uh, the only way to counter, uh, uh, you know, uh, what writers uh, write. I just hope that brave new writers continue um, what Rushdie and others uh, stand for and say. Yeah. Right, right. Shujai, what do liberal societies do to protect themselves? Uh, I mean, it's a very complicated uh, thing. I mean, it's uh, what exactly do we mean by liberal societies? Because if you talk about liberal societies, if you mean that USA, where that place is a liberal society, then what should they do? Do they go every household and mm-hmm. find out who has been radicalized and who has been not? Definitely not. So what we see is a kind of reaction instead. Because we see even in Europe, we see that the countries are divided. Correct. And there are countries, and there are countries like Hungary and others who are mm, isolating themselves from rest of Europe, and they are following a certain. Uh, I mean, they are definitely, uh, definitely not in agreement with perhaps France uh, or uh, UK. Believe uh, So, so you you will see more and more polarization, and uh, so this polarization is definitely was bound to happen. Because whenever we have this kind of selective anger uh, on any issue, uh, this is bound to happen. So liberal societies, what can they do? They only can increase the security of people who are speaking uh, out, who are speaking whether true to the power or against religion or uh, asking for reforms in religion. Uh, So it's more about giving protection uh, to the writers. 
and okay. uh, what else? Nothing. I mean, they, and they oh. should try to be unbiased. I would say. Right, but is there Whether a is any religion? Right, but is there a way in your view as to how people can be sensitized? You know, what role? Yeah. Uh, what what can be the role of the state? The role of the state is to just uh, play it fair. I mean, uh, not spare anybody and uh, um, take a stance on every issue, which is which confirms to the law of that country. I think that's that's what the uh, role of state should be ideally, but it doesn't happen. Uh, and because it doesn't happen, we see all kinds of uh, radicalization, all kinds of radicalization. It's not just about one religion, but definitely there is a big problem with one particular religion. But then it's not like that. Like this is bound to have a, a cascading effect and ripple effect and repercussions and all. Right. So the uh, such such a kind of attack is seldom heard of. Will intolerance only grow? And is it the triumph of extremism? Um, uh, as Shuja was saying, as we are all uh, seeing what is happening across the world, at least you know in the 21st century, I'll confirm myself. Uh, uh, it, it has been consistently seen uh, through these two decades that uh, radicalization is increasing across the world in different forms, in similar forms, in different uh, uh, voices, in different languages, in different ethnicities. But it is happening. Polarization is happening. Uh, the uh, more the world shrinks, the more we all come together, the more uh, polarization and isolation and feelings of loneliness and being, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 you know, targeted. Uh, these feelings are also growing. Uh, right. So I do think that this is going to be a this is a very important phase of churning, at least for those of us who are alive through these years. It's not that it hasn't happened during World War One, Two, and so on and so forth, and later uh, and before and after and so on. But for us, in these two decades and the more uh, couple of decades more to come, we are going to see this. We are going to see such disturbing incidents, and we just have to understand how we can, you know, deal with each problem at a time and keep moving on. Right. Last question to you, Sujoy. Will radicalization feed extremism in other religions as well? Of course, it will. Of course, it will, but definitely, uh, I mean, every religion is different, you know. Right. And uh, in certain religion, uh, because uh, if I don't know whether uh, you mean uh, what which other religion you've been, but if you are talking in the context of India, definitely you will see some repercussions, and uh, that we are witnessing uh, anyway. Yeah. And uh, whether it is extremism or whether it is a particular political thought or whatever, but then things go out of control. The moment we start uh, condoning uh, all these things, I mean, things go out of control. So that is a big worry for everybody, I think. Uh, one small incident and it has a huge repercussion. Mm -hmm. Because I, I, I want to uh, talk about a lot of other ordinary people from this particular religion who aspire to go to US or study or stuff. So all Correct. this have ripple effect on like issuance of visa or a lot of things. And there are a lot of things we don't talk about. And we put up a liberal face or whatever, but then there it's deeper. It goes deeper and it creates a lot of further polarization and more rift and more radicalization. Religious intolerance is increasing across the globe. Shouldn't you be the best judge instead of blindly following someone? I leave you with this thought. Thank you for joining us. <laughs>